How's it going, everybody? Here to do another podcast. And uh, so this whole thing is going to be about the Disney shareholder uh, preview uh, thing that they did uh, earlier tonight. Um, You know, I was contemplating on just, you know, just talking about the Star Wars stuff and doing this as an episode of back to business but uh some of the other stuff i i i I do kind of want to talk about as well um so that's kind of why i'm doing this just as a normal episode of um of the shoebox but i will i will say here that i'm saving lucasfilm for last to talk about because i have the most to say about that section of stuff so first let's talk about disney proper and pixar and 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 all that kind of stuff and uh and disney plus um and well and fox you know we'll, we'll kind of lump everything that's not lucasfilm together because i'm interested in the majority of the stuff but the the there's a handful of things that I'm I'm definitely more interested in than than you know than others you know like Shogun looks really cool I don't know anything about it um, Why the Last Man obviously you know people have been excited about you know something being done with that property for a while I'll be interested to see what that's all about um, but. Um, you know, uh, Mighty Ducks looks really cute. I can't can't wait for that. That looks really good. Um, you know, like th- th- there's 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 a bunch of of things that I'm I'm interested in, but but this but I have to admit, you know, the stuff that I'm the most interested in are, are kind of the things that you would expect. You know, like the stuff coming from Pixar. Like I had been intrigued by Luca ever since they announced that coming out. Um, Seeing a little bit more with Raya and the Last Dragon, that looks so much fun. Uh, I can't wait for that. Um, what was what's the name of the other Pixar movie they announced? A Turning, was it Turning Red? Is that what it was? That looks like it could be cute. You know, I mean, the fact that it's Pixar is one of those things where it's like, you know, I can only think of like maybe one maybe two bad Pixar movies off the top of my head you know all, all you know I've, I'm I'm one of those people that I absolutely adore like the majority of Pixar I even like Cars 3 okay like I can't help it Cars 3 is actually my favorite Cars movie uh, Cars, Cars 2 I think is the weakest one in, in that franchise and and you know the good dinosaur has its has its moments but that probably has been Pixar's biggest failure in my opinion but as excited as I am about all of that they announced something I did not expect and me being the Toy Story loving fella that I am Lightyear is the thing that I'm the most excited for like to actually get to see the thing that the Buzz Lightyear toy in the movie Toy Story is based off of, I think that is a really cool concept, you know, I mean, we're, 
basically what they're doing is we're going to get to see the movie that, you know, that toy came from that, you know, got Andy and all of his friends excited for, you know, uh, and, and wanting the toy over, you know, like, I, th- I just think that's a really interesting concept. And I love, and I know a lot of people might be disappointed, but I, I really actually love the fact that they're not getting Tim Allen for it and that they're getting Chris Evans to do the voice of Buzz Lightyear in this because that kind of plays into the whole thing, you know, like, you know, especially back in the day when you had toys that were talking toys, you know, I, at least from my own experience and memory, and my memory might be a little bit off, but, you know, the, the toys didn't always sound exactly like the characters that you play with, you know, I think actually Toy Story is one of the few times where, you know, which, you know, we know that Tom Hanks's brother did the stuff for the Woody toys, and, um, you know, I can't remember whether Tim Allen did the stuff for, you know, the Buzz toys, or if they got um, a sound-alike for him, too, but, but, you know, it's like, you know, the toys didn't always sound like, you know, you know, the, the characters that you know from whatever it is they're from. So I think this just kind of plays into that fact that, you know, this is supposed to be like the real movie that this character is from. And that I just like, again, I'm like, I think that's just such a cool concept. Like I never would have expected them to do something like that. And, you know, um, in a million years, just because I felt like Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, the, the, um, midday cartoon, you know, that they, they, they're not midday, but maybe, you know, that the afternoon cartoon that they tried to do was their, was their play at Buzz in doing something. So the fact that we're kind of going back to that place, I think is really cool. Just really, really cool. So as far as Pixar, nothing against turning red, but I definitely think Lightyear is number one and then Luca then turning red and then I'm really excited for all the shorts and, and, and things like that that they're going to be doing on uh on Disney plus you know like where they played the the clip of the the Doug short I, I I had a stupid grin on my face the entire time I think it was adorable so you know I'm 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 in for that as well um and like I said Ryan the Lost Dragon looks great as far as like you know, um, the Disney animation goes, um, the Baymax series looks really fun, I'm a huge Big Hero 6 fan, so I think that looks cute, um, but other than that, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure what to think, you know, I I don't really know what to think about the Lion King prequels thing, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the Beauty and the Beast, LeFou and Gaston thing, but they didn't really show much about it so my excitement can only go so far we've seen stuff for jungle cruise for ages now i just want to see it to see if it's any good or not like i don't like seeing what they showed at, at the presentation didn't get me any more excited and it didn't get me you know it didn't take away any excitement either so you know they, there was a bunch of stuff like that where it's like yeah i know this is coming i'm 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 i get it you know like you know, um, you know, didn't 
change how I felt on on everything that much. Um, yeah, I was I was surprised. I am. I will say I am really excited for this Swiss Family Robinson show that they're doing, um, and they're doing another another show too that I think looks really looks really good too. Um, I do like like I mentioned earlier. I do think the Mighty Duck show looks really really good. I'm I'm really interested into that actually because I was a big Mighty Ducks fan when I was when I was a kid, and so. Uh, I'll be interested to see if it's any good or not. And I love Lauren Graham, so you know she's one of those actresses for me that anything she's in, I will give it at least a chance. You know, um, but then Marvel, you know, Marvel comes in and holy crap, like so much stuff. Um, after the sizzle reels and trailers they played, I definitely think Loki. Okay, so before tonight, Loki was my number one thing that I was anticipating. Now it definitely is. Like, um, which is kind of cool, because I have to say, like, tonight was kind of a confirmation of, like, how much I know my tastes, and that, you know, like, you know, uh, like, just how much I know myself. And so that was kind of, kind of cool, because, like, when it came to these Marvel shows, it was kind of one of those things like, yep, yep, everything is in the right order. I'm most excited for Loki, and then WandaVision, and then Falcon Winter Soldier, but oh my god, Falcon Winter Soldier looks fucking awesome. Um, you know, and then Hawkeye, and then probably She-Hulk, and, and so on and so forth after that, um, as far as the shows. Um... You know, the, the movies, I'm really surprised at their decision to not recast T'Challa and Black Panther 2. Um, I respect their decision, but I, my honest feelings right now, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, tied to this opinion. I can be swayed, but honestly, right now, my feeling is not recasting T'Challa and giving that character more ability to be on screen is a spit in the face to everything that Chadwick Boseman did for the character. Because I think, I'd like, I'd, I will go on record on saying that I don't think that's something that Boseman would have wanted. I, like, I don't think he would want this character to die. Because, you know, I know, like, I'm a white guy and yada 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 and all that kind of stuff, but... I can understand the importance of the T'Challa character coming to screen. And I think it's such a wrong move to give this character only one movie. One movie on its own. And yeah, he was in Infinity War a bit. And yeah, he was in, you know, uh, Endgame. And sure, he had his intro in Civil War. But he only had one solo movie when we're talking about like you know iron man has three movies and so does captain america and you know i mean hell we've even gotten more with even with all the tie-ups with universal we've gotten the hulk more than we've gotten black panther and so i just i hope they change their mind i hope they listen to the fans and they're like hey like don't do this um but I mean, 
Come on, y'all. If you guys have been listening to me for a while, you will know if I'm going to be listing off what I was the most excited for with the Marvel movies, you know what I'm going to put as number one. They fucking announced Fantastic Four, y'all. Like, they're actually working on Fantastic Four. Hallelujah. Finally. Uh, yeah, Fantastic Four is number one. Absolutely. I am so intrigued on who they're going to cast as all the characters. You know? Um, yeah, I'm just excited. And I know that is, like, far down the line. We're going to get, a, like, all basically all of the other movies before we get it. But I don't care. That's the thing that I'm the most excited for. So it's it's number one. But, yeah, you know, Marvel... Marvel was another, like... Oh my god, I can't believe how much they announced. You know, um... And, uh, you know, before... Before I jump into Lucasfilm and, and in this podcast with everything I want to say about that, let me just say this, like, take, like, don't be, don't be, um, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, don't fool yourself. This, this, this was Disney, um... This was def- Disney definitely um, calling shots, taking names, and all that kind of stuff. You know, weapon their big old one and flopping it down on the table and being like, yeah, guys, this is what we got. Ugh. So, yeah, man. Uh, it's like, this, this, this was not what I was expecting. I thought we would get, like, a few, like, really cool things from you know, from each category and whatnot, but bro, not at the level that they, that they were sitting. They, Disney really is when, you know, when they announced not that long ago that they're going all in on streaming, they really meant they are going in all in on streaming. Holy crap. This, this is game changing. I mean, it just is for the industry and everything. And it's like, you know, it was really weird for me because, you know, I um, I posted on, on my personal Facebook to, you know, all of my friends and family and everybody that I have on there that I don't know what it was, but hearing all of these announcements and like thinking about all of this as they were announcing everything, like I just started to get really emotional. Like, I mean, I, I had... There were several points, like, after the, the, uh, probably, yeah, actually, after each section, I, I teared up a little bit after each of these, just because, like, like, it really is true when people are saying, this is the end of the era of movie theaters, you know, nobody is saying is that movie theaters is going away. Like, you know, when when people say that movie theaters are dying, movie theaters are never going away. It's just going to be different than it has been for, you know, X amount of years. You know, since the inception of movies, you know, movie theaters, you know, like moving forward, 
it's going to be more of a novelty thing. You know, it's going to be like going to a, a, you're going to pay a little bit more for it. It's going to be a little bit different. Maybe you have to drive a little bit more out of the way to be able to do it. It's sort of like, you know, it's going to be a lot more like going to a sports game or something or to a concert, you know. It's not going to be as accessible as it is right now. And that's the shame about everything changing. But when you see what Disney is doing, like, it's, it was, it's breathtaking to me, you know, as somebody that is an entertainment junkie and that still wants to be in the industry to, to some level, you know, one day, like, I just am fascinated by what Disney is doing and, like, I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm still at awe thinking about everything that happened. Bless it with the Lucasfilm, because holy crap, guys. We are getting so much Star Wars stuff. And we're getting the Willow series. We're getting that um, that other series, the original content. Something, something, something bone. I forget the name of it. But that seems really, really cool. Um... You know, they, they, they actually announced Indiana Jones 5. So that's cool. Um, we are getting another in, indie movie. But by and large, the Star Wars stuff. Holy crap. We are getting so much Star Wars. We're getting a Patty Jenkins directed Star Wars movie. What the hell? Rogue... Rogue... What was what it? Rogue Squadrons. That is insane. That is insane. We're getting... They announced the Ahsoka series. They announced... Um, the Rangers of the New Republic. They announced the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, they announced so much... Uh, uh, a droids cartoon... Of course, you know, the Bad Batch, um, Taika's project, um, uh, uh, Star Wars Visions, which is basically like a bunch of prominent Japanese anime creators coming together to tell unique stories in the Star Wars universe. Like, that sounds really interesting to me. That is something that I've been clamoring for for a while. Um, and, uh, and a few other things that, that I'm, I'm forgetting, but just, we, we, we are getting, I can tell you what, come the next handful of years, I don't think I'm ever going to have to worry about like not getting Star Wars that I want because Jesus Christ, like through and through. Oh, and of course, you know, they announced, you know, yeah, well, actually, no, they didn't. Uh, they didn't announce more Mandalorian, but we know we know we're getting season three, so it is coming. Um, they they showed the sizzle roll for Bad Batch, and you know, I know a lot of people are still not excited for it, but maybe it's just me and being a glutton when it comes to Star Wars, but. And, and I will admit, like, before seeing this tonight, I wasn't really sure what to think about it. Because I am also one of those people that out of 
the entire season seven of the Clone Wars, you know, the final season, the first arc, the first four episodes were my least favorite of the last season. The Bad Batch was my, or the Bad Batch episodes were my least favorite. However, with that being said, they were really important to the story, you know, knowing where we left off in the series prior. And so, you know, um, I'm interested to see what I, I will think, uh, because I am planning a whole Star Wars run through books, movie shows. And so eventually I will get to Clone Wars and I'll go all through it. And so I will be interested to see what my, what I think after watching it all back to back instead of you know you know having it be you know a few years since I got done watching Clone Wars and then you know it you know finally coming out um but this is a rule got me super excited for this show you know like it looks a lot cooler than I thought it might be going into it you know um um, the idea of seeing these clones trying to figure out their way in the world after everything that's happened, you know, after, you know, the Emperor taking control and everything, like, that is such an interesting concept to me. Um, and look, you know, I know there's a lot of people that don't like the Clone Wars and, you know, and animation isn't really for them, but, you know... It's Filoni, and it's something brand new, and we see what he's doing with Mandalorian, with Favreau, and I, I love Rebels. I think Resistance has its moments. I think it is way more kiddie than I would like it to be, but it's cute. It's a cute little Star Wars series, and I like the tie-ins to the sequel stuff, you know, um, but Resistance is definitely the weakest thing that Filoni has done, as far as the cartoons, so, you know, I'm gonna give it a chance, I'm gonna watch the whole first season when it comes out, and then, you know, I'll go from there, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not gonna judge you right now, I'm not going to judge you right now. Sorry about that, guys. I had a big old yawn come out of nowhere. Um, I'm not going to judge it right now based on the very, very little footage that I've seen. You know, um, Once we're three, four episodes in, then I can kind of gauge how things are going. And then I can really gauge what I think after the entire thing. But... Before I end this, um, I do want to say something else that might be a unpopular thing to say, but I really feel like I need to say it. Uh, and that's this, you know, Kathleen Kennedy was the one who presented the stuff for Lucasfilm as she should have. And I don't know what it was, but you know, normally when she comes out and she speaks, she really has this reverence and this um, 
this way about her. You know, she's just very professional and very um, enthusiastic, you know, um, whatever you want to call it. And to me tonight when she was introducing everything, she seemed very mellow. And I don't know why that is. But, you know, the second she came up, you know, I was kind of reading through Twitter a little bit and everything and uh, looking at a bunch of different places, you know, and whatnot. And instantly I saw like a bunch of people starting to, to go on to the whole thing like, I really hope that she's fired and, you know, I really hope that Fabro and Filoni you know, take over and, and, and do with Star Wars, all of those things. And I, and I just, I just want to say this, you know, because in that moment, seeing her there, like, you know, and, and, and this, and what I'm about to say, I've said before on the podcast, but I have the utmost love and respect for Kathleen Kennedy and all that she's accomplished in her career and what she's done with Star Wars while in charge. I know that everybody has liked what's happened, but with the good and the bad, I think she's done an incredible job. With that being said, I do agree with everyone that she should not be in charge of the production side of things. I think she should handle the business day in and day out. But when it comes to Star Wars, I think she needs a Filoni or a Pablo Hidalgo or somebody like that to really take charge because you can just tell that she doesn't get it. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what I really hate is all these people clamoring for someone like her to lose her job. Because she is somebody that I admire a lot. And I think everyone should. And obviously she can't hold the position forever. I mean, hell, it's not going to be too much longer before Iger is not in the position that he's at at Disney anymore. And Chapek will, will, will take that position, you know. So I know she's not going to be the head of Lucasfilm forever. But she's only she's only been the head for a few years so far, you know? And and again, like I really do think that she's done a good job under the immense pressure and circumstances that she's under. And I just kinda wanted to give my respect to her and just kind of share my thoughts and what was in my head because, you know, I know she sees and hears what a lot of people are saying about her. And, you know, it's sad. To me, it just is. It's just sad. And what's sad, too, is not just that a lot of these things that people are saying, they're saying about her, but that for the people that are meaning well, you know, and that they're not just being, like, rude or offensive... A lot of these people are right in what they're saying. You know, she she doesn't need to be there. 
but I don't agree with these people that are saying that she's useless or she doesn't know what she's doing or, or, you know, like, you know, people, people say that they don't understand why she's held in such high regard. It's because of the fact that she has been in the business and produced pretty much most of all of our favorite movies. If you go to her INDB and go to her producer credits and look at what her name has been on over the past X amount of years. It is freaking incredible. So, but all that to say, I am super excited about everything that's going to be coming to Disney Plus and also in theaters, hopefully. I am really excited that they're saying Black Widow's coming to theaters in May. I really don't think that's going to happen. I, I appreciate the fact that they have high hopes, but I think come March, we're going to hear that Black Widow's going to streaming too because I don't think theaters are going to be back open by then um, just just watch I guarantee you I guarantee you so with all that said I'm going to go ahead and go and call it a podcast and I will see you guys in the next episode peace out <laughs>